Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Boomer Geo, coming to you live from the Bill Ford Talk Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Another classic between the Bills and the Chiefs. Last night, Josh Allen gets his season ended once again by Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. It reminded me of the New York Knicks back in the 90s who were very, very good, but then would run into Michael Jordan, and that was the end of that. That's what Patrick Mahomes is. He is a guy that has I mean, done everything to this point except for win road, big road playoff games. He did last night. He's got another one right in front of him. And this has been Lamar Jackson's season. He's going to win another MVP. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, after the game, was asked about the Ravens quickly by Tracy Wolfson. He said they there are, there are no weaknesses on that team. There is nothing that they don't do well. And he's not just saying that to pat him on the ass. He's, he's right about that, the way that they have played. And, yeah, they got off to a little bit of a slow start against Houston in the first half. But they came out and pounded him in the second half and sent a statement. So that is going to be an incredible game. And this is... Just like Josh Allen had the opportunity to slay the dragon. Now, they have gone up against each other a lot more. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes have gone up against each other in the postseason. But uh, in order to be the guy, in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. That's Woo, exactly right? right? That whole yes. thing. So this is this is your shot now. You got Patrick Mahomes and you're building Lamar. That MVP's, that MVP's not going to mean a thing if the Chiefs go in there and beat you in the AFC Championship game. Right. So when you look at the last three games that the uh, that the Baltimore Ravens have played, they beat the, the Niners 33-19. to They beat Miami 56-19. to <laughs> And they also beat uh, Houston 34-10. to I mean, they are loaded everywhere. They can run it. They should get Mark Andrews back. I thought they would get Mark Andrews back last week, but they're going to get him back this week. And they got Zay Flowers back last week. You can see the impact that he had. Odell Beckham Jr. is making some plays for them. Yes. And Lamar Jackson, you know, he, he threw for like 160 yards or whatever, but he ran for 100. Like, when I when I watch uh, Josh Allen and I see Lamar Jackson, when they want to go get a first down, they will go get a first down. They're amazing that way. And even Patrick Mahomes last night did that, where he faked the flick, the defender jumps up, and he goes running down the sideline. So these quarterbacks are a special breed, man. I'm telling you, they are just amazing. And Lamar's different this year. He's more mature. He's more in charge. He's got a handle on the offense. And, you know, it was interesting watching that game, the beginning of the game, you could see that Baltimore wanted to get him involved early. He was running with the ball. They were calling pass plays. They were getting him out on the edge because they knew that he hadn't played football in 20 days. 
So they knew there was going to be a little bit of rust, but now he's back into the, the mix, and his second half was brilliant. Yeah, it absolutely was. So this is uh, definitely his year, and he's talked about it. He's one of those guys that's that's not all about his own brand. He's talked about from the beginning, Lamar, about how important that Super Bowl is, and that's why... You know, that's why John Harbaugh loves him so much. I mean, it's it's about it's about winning. We always talk about the interviews in the combine. These guys love ball. What are they doing? What do they want? And yes, he went through his contract negotiation and he wanted to get paid like everybody else. Uh, but it is it is important to him to, to be on top of the mountain. And it's just so difficult to get there when Patrick Mahomes is in. Your conference. Well, and it's not just Patrick Mahomes. It's Josh Allen. And it's just Joe Burrow. Yeah, no, I know. I but mean, Joe Burrow's been hurt. We forget about him. But, you know, listen, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, lost the game to Joe Burrow. No, I know he did. But then last year, they beat him. Uh, the Chiefs beat Joe Burrow and the Bengals and went on to late win another Super Bowl. Bounds. What's that? A late hit yep, out of yep, bounds that's by the right. Bengals defense. God, I mean, I hated that game. I hated that call. That was so annoying. I was so mad. Yes. I mean, I was all in on Bengals last year. Mahomes killed him. I was all in on the Bills this year. Mahomes killed him. So, I, I mean, I can't. I, I don't know if I could pick against the Chiefs. As, as good as the Ravens are, I don't think I could pick against but them you're, But you're right about uh, Lamar. I mean, he wants to crash the party. He doesn't want the, this to be. He doesn't want to be Ben Roethlisberger to the Brady Manning. He yeah, but Ben be, got two, though, man. I know, but he doesn't want to be Philip Rivers to the Brady man. Yeah, that that there, That's yes. probably a little bit more uh, accurate sim- simply because, unfortunately for Philip, he didn't win a Super Bowl. Right. And Lamar's right there. He's got the best team. Right now, they have the best team, and they are loaded. They're loaded on defense. They're loaded on offense. And the one thing I noticed about Mike McDonald, the defense coordinator for ba- uh, Baltimore this past weekend, man, he knows when to dial up a blitz. He knows. And when he brings the blitz, they come. They 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 bring it and they bring it fast. It's it's numerous guys coming from different places and they kind of confuse CJ a little bit. But the good thing about CJ is he never turned it over. Never like in other words, he was aware not to do that. And most quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, you know, would have really struggled in that situation. And you could look at the numbers and say that he did struggle. I don't necessarily know that his team helped him out all that much, but I will say the future is bright in Houston, man. Is really bright in Houston. So you got quarterbacks like Jordan Love and now C.J. Stroud, who is an AFC quarterback, who's going to be joining this party. Yep. And what I love about some of these guys, and you took, I always tell you, the most important relationship in professional sports is the head football coach and his quarterback. And of course, you got Andy and Patrick, and you got John Harbaugh and Lamar. Those are two of the stronger relationships in the entire NFL at those two. Very, very important positions. I mean, the NFC, I mean, Jared Goff and Brock Purdy. I mean, these guys have been, they've been great. I'm not trying to knock them. It's just, it's it's amazing. You look at the difference between what you have in the AFC, the experience, the MVPs, the, everything. And then you got, you know, two guys. One of them's going to be in the Super Bowl. Either Jared Goff or Brock Purdy. That uh, different routes. I mean, Jared Goff, number one overall pick, played in a Super Bowl already and lost it. That I think they were held to three points in that game, whatever it was, in that Super Bowl. But I mean, different routes to get there. But one of those two guys, I mean, you, Jared Goff, might play in his second Super Bowl. Well, good for him too. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it is a redemption tour for him. And he and Dan Campbell certainly figured it out. And he's only got one year left on his contract. Will be interesting to see what contract they give him. But then I was thinking back to the Baker Mayfield draft, the year that the Cleveland Browns took him first. That was the Sam Darnold draft. That was the Sam Darnold Josh draft, Allen, Josh Allen Lamar draft, Jackson. and Lamar Jackson yeah. draft. You think Cleveland would want Baker Mayfield back? 
They would never say that they would, but I mean, how could you not? I mean, he, he won a playoff game for them. He obviously made it to the divisional round and, and played relatively well here with the Buccaneers. And the guy that they have now is locked in to this massive contract you can't get out of, and he never plays because he's hurt. So well, it was interesting. I, I did catch uh, Joe Beningo a little bit on Saturday. And they were talking about the most important thing for the Jets is to get a legitimate backup quarterback, which is it's true. It's right because they definitely need one because they didn't have one this year. But two years ago, Joe Flacco was on the team as the legitimate backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he wasn't like they didn't take care of. They had him here. Yep, they did. But he didn't play the way he played for the Browns with the Jets. You know, and that was a big problem, too. Like, I didn't think. I mean, they were talking about bringing Joe Flacco back when they were going through some of the issues that they were with the injuries this year. I was like, no, oh, he God, called no. and they said no. Yeah, I mean, and I don't I don't necessarily blame them that much for that because he wasn't, I mean, he didn't do anything here. But they went with Tim Boyle. Yeah, Timmy Boyle. Yep, they did. What a, what a disaster. Uh, let's go to John who's calling from Staten Island. What's going on, John? Hey, good morning, fellas. Thank you uh, for, for taking up the phone call. Um, two questions, if, if you will. And I'll preface it saying I'm a quarterback coach, Boomer, and an offensive coordinator, so I kind of watch these games with a little bit more scrutiny. And uh, let's start with um, the Bills. Josh Allen, probably the second the second to last play of the offensive possession, when he had Stephon Diggs open on the underneath route. Um, why do you think he, he didn't see that open right away? Because he kind of motioned in Stephon Diggs. And he was open right away on the corner. He was. He was. You know why? Because he was waiting to throw the touchdown pass to the seam route that he hit Gabe Davis on a couple years ago. And he ended up short-arming it because Chris Jones was actually pushing the pocket back into him. Deion Dawkins got pushed back into him. Do you think he was just trying to take do too much? Because not for nothing, he has enough time to hit the underneath route. And then they're having the timeouts. Like, they couldn't really, like... Killed the clock and like really methodically pushed that ball to the end zone. Yeah, he he was looking to he was looking for a dagger shot. That's what he was looking for, and he had the wind behind him, and he had the defense that he wanted, and he had the guy open, and he just ended up. Look, he short armed it because of Chris Jones pushing Deion Dawkins back into him. If he was able to have a full, I think a full follow through, he would have got the ball there because it was the same thing that they hit Gabe Davis with when they played Narrowhead a few years ago. So I, I think he was thinking touchdown all the way, and I know what you're talking about. He also had on another one where he threw to Diggs to his right. He also had James Cook on the left, wide yeah. open, yeah. and he decided to yeah, go to Diggs absolutely. instead. Um, and my la- my uh, last question has to do with San Francisco. Uh, my sons are San Francisco fans. They love um they love those guys. Brock Purdy. Do you think that was more Debo got hurt and they were kind of big big time on a Debo scheme that week? Or do you think it's a little bit concerning that Purdy hasn't looked as sharp recently? Well, I would say that he needs Debo back if they can get him back anyway this week against the Lions. But because I don't think the Lions defense is all that great. I don't. No. And I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that Brock Purdy hasn't been as precise. And obviously Debo not being there changes their offense. And Purdy's going back and forth in the rain with the glove and the no glove well, and all Pur- that. Purdy was good until they ran into the Baltimore Ravens. He was having a great season. He was right there at the top of the MVP. And then he threw the four interceptions against the Ravens. Yeah. And, you know, they tried to get him back the next. He played well the next week. It it wasn't great, but they won. They ended up getting the number one seed. A lot of of this happens to do with, with him. And it was interesting watching the game the other night. I mean, he took a lot of shots from the pass rush. 
He stood in there. He made some really good throws. And more importantly, I think he was five or six on that last drive and got his team in the end zone. Yeah, and this Niners defense, you mentioned it earlier, it has to play better because that, that is why everybody oh. was picking them to win the Super Bowl was not just because of those guys on offense as they had this elite pass rush. They brought in Chase Young. Nick Bosa was already there. I mean, they got Dre Greenlaw, and they got, I mean, Warner. It's just like on and on and on with these great players. And and they haven't played up to their, well, they didn't play up to their potential against Jordan Love and the Packers. Another defensive coordinator now, Steve Wilkes. I don't, I don't know if he's getting everything out of the defense that he should be. Yeah. And I, you know, I could tell that Kyle Shanahan is pretty frustrated on the sideline. Mm-hmm. You could see when they cut away to him. And they're like, you know, why is this guy wide open? Why are we not prepared for this? Especially when you play against us all our offense in practice every week, because they're running the same freaking plays, and you and you guys aren't prepared for this. I mean, I, you know, what I saw a very disappointing performance until late in the second half when they finally started getting some interceptions. But you know, these some of these guys are wide open, which is not forty nine or like. No, it, it is not. So I mean, that is gonna that that's the thing to keep an eye on more than anything. And where was the pass rush, by the way? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean a, that Green that Green Bay offensive line did a great job against Dallas and against San Francisco. Yeah. So that, you mean you have a great offensive line with the Lions as well, which could be you know the best, uh, and that's why Jared Goff's able to stand back there and, and rip it in the way that he does. So that's going to be a hell of a matchup between that defensive line of the Niners and the offensive line for the Lions. Rob in Florida. What's going on, Rob? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. What's up? Hey, this is a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a bet, but hey, remember Hard Knock, that, that magician Oz Perlman? Yeah, yeah. Remember what he did with uh, McCall Hardman, how he had him pick the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? Yeah. And do you remember who he picked? He picked the Jets and the 49ers. Yes. And who is McCall Hardman with right now? The Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, maybe, maybe McCall Harvey knew he was going to be in the Super Bowl, but he didn't know he'd be playing with a different team. So what I'm saying is this, the, 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 the score was 31 Jets, 21 Niners. So I'm putting a little, a little bet, a little bet for the Super Bowl with that score. Okay. Yeah, why not? I mean, you know what? The, the, don't go crazy because we're talking about O's the mentalist, but why not have a little fun with it? And I, that guy's everywhere now, man. He is really made. Uh, himself pretty famous after that hard knocks thing. Well, it seems like a lot of NFL teams use him. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that whole goldfish thing was just nuts. I don't know how the hell he did that. Like that's one. The other stuff I can kind of figure out. Maybe there's a way to do it, and it's impressive still. But to to produce a live goldfish out of nowhere, right? How's that happen? I don't. Listen, it's a, he's a mentalist. Was he? Does he have magic though? Is he like a like? Do you think he's got real magic going on? No, I don't think he has real. How magic the hell does he do it? Slide a hand and certain things that he probably can lead people to. I would imagine. I, I don't know. I, 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 don't I thought know. you'd know yes. about this. No, I don't know about. You this. know about O's? No, I think it's I know O's. who he is. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm not sure how they do what they do. <laughs> but he is at the top. Of his craft. How much do you think it would uh, cost to book him at like the booming celebration? Six figures? Oh, easily. I would I'd think about 50 grand, I would think. Somewhere in that name. I'm thinking he's, he's up to six figures now, this guy. Maybe. He is. He's like the guy. Remember we were talking about the Jeff Dunham puppet guy? Mm-hmm. Like he's at the top of the ventriloquism I game? had him before he was that. Yeah, see, now you're laid just on the like, game with those. Like Hootie and the Blowfish had them before they really hit it. Yeah, you got to find that. Because right now... 
owes too big. Too big. Very big. That is a, I mean, that's a huge check you'd have to write to get that guy there. Unless he would do yeah, it out of goodness Yeah, but I'm not, in, I'm not interested in that. I mean, I think, I mean, that's, it's impressive. Everybody goes nuts when they watch this guy. They do, does. they do. But I can understand, not your thing. Uh, Eric in the Bronx, what's going on, Eric? Yeah, how's it going, fellas? Yeah, uh, I want to talk about what I think about the end of ga- uh, the end of the game. Yeah, uh, with the Bills, and I think that any team that's down by three points, like Josh Allen was with the Bills, uh, they like relax and knowing that they're going to get a game time field goal. Now, I think that if the Bills were down by four points, I think that. Uh, they had no choice but to go for a touchdown. So that receiver that he had in the end zone, that he threw the ball into the ground in the end zone, if they were down by four points, I think Josh Allen would have fired a bullet for a touchdown. But knowing that it's three points, uh, the team would settle for a game-time field goal. And that's what I think is what happened. Yeah, Eric, I think that's nuts. There's no way that Josh Allen mentally did not make the best throw possible because he could have tied the game with a field goal. I mean, he wasn't hit, but he was influenced by the rush. As Boomer said, he short-armed it, didn't get it there. He wanted that touchdown in the worst way. He had the same, you know, I don't know if it was the exact same play, but the receiver that he was throwing it to was where Gabe Davis was when he did that at Arrowhead. Yeah, it was the same same, right. same kind of feel to it. And Josh knew it. Josh had him. He was wide open. Yep, he was. Play was there. Didn't happen. Hats off to Chris Jones influencing the throw. And, I mean, but he wasn't like, you know, let me just short arm this ball because we have a chance to kick a field goal. There's no way he's thinking that. All right, so you get your four best teams left. Uh, who do you want in the Super Bowl? <sighs> I, the Niners. Oh, my God. Uh, if you got the if you got the Niners, you know, and the Chiefs, that's a that's a rematch. I know. I don't like it. I, that's a Jimmy Garoppolo Super Bowl. Super Bowl. See, I I wish I could say the Lions. I just can't. I just I cannot. Rooting for a team in this division that hasn't won a Super Bowl, I can't root for another team in the division who's never won a Super Bowl to get to the Super Bowl. I can't do it. It just it, it's impossible. But I know it's a better story. So I'll say Niners. I guess. I guess the Chief, Niners Chiefs would be the best. I guess that's what I'm going to say. Oh, but no, I, I, but no. honestly, I don't. I don't even. I don't even care. I, I don't. I don't care. I want to see good football games. I want to see a good Super Bowl. At this point, I'm not rooting for it. Everything I've rooted for up until this point has gone to hell. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It real everything uh, I root for in sports goes to hell. The only thing I actually that I was rooting for was that that twenty year old kid to make that putt to win the PGA, and he actually drained it. So well, that, that made was me feel the, good. was it a team that was an individual? Mm-hmm. So that was a little different. But still, it was sports, and I was rooting for something. So at least I had that. <sighs> Quickly, Dan and Comac, what's going on, Dan? Hey guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know I was on. I, I called you guys uh, I don't know, a month ago. It's my second time, but I was just listening to. Uh, you guys talking about Oz Perlman? Yeah, I had. Uh, by the way, connect that guy. I, I talked to Sip and Champy. I played against him, which is a hell of a battle. Um, but Oz Perlman, I had him at my eight years ago. My daughter's thirteen. Uh, she was thirteen. Backyard party with a bunch of girls. 
The guy was getting cell phone numbers from like their passwords. It was unbelievable. So I, I have a cell phone number. I called him just recently. Yeah. And it was probably $15,000 to, to come. I had to call his agent. But he was really cordial about it. Wait, that was it? Amazing. 15 grand? 15 grand back then or 15 grand now? 15 grand now. Really? Well, to go to a ago. birthday party in your backyard? That was about a year ago, but I think that I was probably getting shafted on that one. But he, he sent me to his agent, and uh, the guy was just amazing, and I love to watch him and follow him. This, this guy, he needs to it. fire that agent and get a new one, because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking six figures, and this guy is, it was showing up for 15 grand. Well, your I mean, that was a year ago, but I, now he's doing all these things with the NFL. He's probably doing that for a couple of years now, so I don't yeah, know. I would think so. You see teams paying him 20 grand to show up. I, that's what I would think. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't show up if I were him for that when he's doing all this stuff now. Yeah, yeah you would think it would be more money, yeah. Right, like, no offense to, to Dan, but, like, he gets something out of going to an NFL team, right? He's on Especially Hard Knocks. He's on Hard Knocks, People yeah. are Instagram, there's going to the it's backyard. And, stuff. You love to see, like, Joe Burrow's re reaction right. to him. And yeah. that's all over social media, you know, yeah. do, you know, finding the goldfish in, in the middle of Holbrook in Dan's backyard is not the same thing. Oh, and by the way, I meant to bring this up, you know, as you guys were talking about the suit that I was wearing yesterday. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes wore the same suit, almost the exact same suit, to the game yesterday. Was it too small for him, too? Or? Yeah. Boomer and Geo on the fan at CBS. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Boomer Python. Nineteen. What did the 
rest of the NFL today have to say about the suit when you rolled up yesterday with the pinstripes on and the double-breasted jacket? It was jacket. interesting. I got a lot of compliments. I got a lot of comments. What did Phil say? Uh, what did Phil say? Nothing nice, I'm sure. <laughs> a lot of 20s gangster vibes is what a lot of people were bringing Yes, up. I get it. I understand. Yeah. And uh, Nate seemed to really like it. Coach said, wow, that's quite the suit. <laughs> JB said, man, somebody's going to put you on their ticket. Mm. Yeah, that kind of thing. So I, I got some compliments, and some other people were probably a little shocked by it. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is fine with me. That's that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And there you are again, standing next to Nate. Yep. Nate went very traditional with his uh, jacket. He usually is popping with something. He went very traditional for this game. Did you see his shoes? Yeah, they were gray and like platformy. And square, like square tall, like he was going to go kick a field goal. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Dempsey? (laughs) It was a very light gray, like shiny light gray. He's always got some outrageously cool looking footwear. Well, he can... You know, pull stuff. Look at, look at this. You can't really see them there. Yeah. But yeah. Look like clogs. Kind of. Yeah. Like the front of them looked like I could see where you would say that. Yes. I mean, I, I thought Phil might have put you up to that suit so people would stop looking at the lady glasses. I thought maybe <laughs> this was one of those things where it was like, hey, shiny object over here. Forget about the lady glasses. Right. Well, they were laying on his. I uh, figured, desk. you know, it was a Sunday night. It was it was playoffs. And it deserved the respect <laughs> of the elegance. Mm. That's the way I look. You at looked it. elegant. Thank yeah. you, Jerry. I appreciate You're that. going to uh, you know one of the Gambino crime family's wakes. Yeah, I know that's a stereotype, and you're playing into it. So, oh, and you're—I guess you're Italian, so you can do that. I guess. Well, I know that you—the stereotypes really make you angry. Mm. I know those things, and how very sensitive you are to that type of stuff. So, okay. I'm sorry, very sorry. Norwegians uh, have been misunderstood for years and years and years and years. <laughs> like we're the forgotten people, the forgotten people. Yeah, is, we are. It is true. Uh, all right, Jerry, what do you got over there? Brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. We've talked about the Steph Diggs drop a few times this morning. Here's how it sounded on CBS with Jim Nance. From the 20. Now again launches one. Long for Diggs. Oh, and it went through his hands. Yeah, it would have been a catch, and it did go through his hands. Yes, it did. Would have been a monster catch. He does not come down with it, and that's part of the Bills' loss. 27-24 to the Chiefs. They would go on, miss a 44-yard field goal, as we know. Tyler Bass would, and then you would get the final snap. There's the snap. He goes to an E. It's fourth down, and that is it. The bench is empty. The Chiefs have gone on the road and won in Frigid Orchard Park, New York. Kevin Harlan Westwood won on the fan with the final seconds as the Chiefs move on to Baltimore. Bills go home. Here was Patrick Mahomes through for 215, couple of touchdowns in the win, made sure to convert as many chances as we could. I mean, that's important. We knew it was going to be important because how good Josh is and how good their offense is. Um, that we were going to have to turn some of these field goals into touchdowns. Whenever we did have field goals, Harrison knocked them through. I mean, those were some tough field goals into the win. Yeah, tough conditions, but they did get the points they needed. Um, when they were leaving the field, obviously, he and Josh Allen, a little bit of a conversation, would you say? Yeah, man. It, it, I said heck of a year, man. Uh, it's... I mean, I've, I've been on the other side of that. Uh, it's tough. You put in so much effort and work every single game um, to play in these playoff games, and he played his tail off. Um, Six and well, the, the last time they met uh, at uh, midfield, Patrick was mad because of the call against Kadarius Tony. Sure. 
Yeah. He was conveniently also, wasn't playing in this game. Uh, well, he's been down for the last couple of weeks. I'll tell you I that know, Valdez uh, Scantling catch. Patrick Holmes Nancy Kerrigan his knee. That first <laughs> series coming out in the second half was huge. Yeah. They went right down the field and scored a touchdown. <laughs> Here was Josh Allen. Hard to see the season end. Here, there, everywhere. It doesn't matter. Um, just losing sucks. I don't know what else. To it's say. over. 26 of 39, 186 and a touchdown. Also ran for two, 72 yards. Isaiah Pacheco for Kansas City, 97 yards and the go-ahead touchdown. So you'll have the uh, the Chiefs and Ravens from Baltimore on CBS, 3 o'clock on Sunday. We'll have it for you here on the fan as well. Now, the NFC is all set. We saw the Niners beat the Packers on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, Detroit was up late in position. Baker leans in. There's the snap. Blitz comes. Mayfield back. Loads. Throws. Picked up yes. by the Lions. Intercepted yes. by the Lions. Intercepted yes. by the Lions. Derek yes. Barnes. Derek Barnes. Yes. Derek Barnes. <laughs> oh, baby. One thirty-three to go. The Lions are going to yes. San Francisco. Yes. Derek Barnes with the interception. They're so excited, and you can understand why. Lions radio with the call. They go on to the 31-23 win. Jared Goff, 287, couple of touchdowns. Here was Dan Campbell. Game wasn't easy. Hats off to the Bucks. Baker, I thought, played really well. I got a ton of respect for Coach Bowles and what he's done. We knew that was a tough team. That was somewhat a mirror image of us, so... Uh, we delivered body blows, and you know, and ultimately, we did what we had to do to win that game. Baker is Baker Mayfield threw for three forty nine, three touchdowns, but the two picks, including that one, that kind of sealed it. Um, here was Mayfield. We battled all year long, just didn't end the way we wanted. Coach Bowles said it. It's nobody's going to give us a chance from the preseason rankings to uh, when I got picked up. Nobody was going to give us a chance. Um, and just everybody's backs against the wall and fighting for each other. And uh, played well, just not well enough. And so they are done, and Detroit goes to San Francisco at 6.30 on Sunday. Last hour, we were talking about the different announcers, and you brought up uh, Paul Allen. Yeah. So I went and searched a couple of clips. So I just put together, these are four little clips into one 25-second thing. Left-footed punt, bad punt. Rager runs up on it. Their punter's terrible. <laughs> It's intercepted at the three-yard line. For some reason, Jalen Rager stopped running the route. Yeah, get him off the field. Are you kidding me with this Jalen Rager move? What are we doing? <laughs> How the heck is this guy in the league? Bounces at the 15. Of course, it takes a bad bounce for the Colts because their punter's terrible. <laughs> oh. They threw the flag. Well done. Well there done. We well done, you cheaters. Go ahead and keep cheating. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best part of that is? That's all from one, one game. game. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was actually the game that they came back like down thirty three. Not the cult game. Yeah, that yeah. was it. That was the one. Yeah, I mean, he just lets it fly. <laughs> he lets it fly. It's pretty funny. I'll play this only because there's a follow up to it now. Um, and again, because I don't want to read it. This is Shannon Sharp reading the Terrence Parsons tweet. <laughs> We've got a lot going on with the Cowboys families here. Michael brother Terrence Parsons Jr. tweeted, "I can't wait because y'all really clueless out here." Laugh my, you know what off. The greatest crime to this man is being done by his own organization. Y'all gonna miss miss him when he's gone. So obviously he took a lot of heat on social media for saying that. It's all of, bizarre. Of all the things that's been said on that podcast, he stopped himself from saying ass. I guess so. Yeah, I don't. I don't I mean, know. Chad Johnson says mother effort. Every <laughs> other word. I don't know. He said he was going to split well, Megan Stallion like a quarter to three, but he can't <laughs> say he can't say ass. It's amazing. I, I, you know what I think? I think sometimes maybe he's confusing. 
that he's on a podcast or on TV. You know, that's what or perhaps when he was reading, the word wasn't spelled out. I don't exactly. know. That okay. I'm not sure. The update is Michael Parsons apparently last night uh, tweeted, quote, any comments made by Terrence Parsons Jr. his and his alone, as you know, if I have something to say, I'm not afraid to say it. Love my team, my brothers, uh, and the city of Dallas, and I'm more committed than ever to bring in Chamba. So he's basically saying he All doesn't right, well, speak for, for him. me. Yes, I said. brothers are dope. This <laughs> <laughs> friend's amazing. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, Clippers beat the Nets 125 114. LA ended the game on a whopping 22 0 run over the final five and a half minutes to win that game. Uh, Illinois beat Rutgers yesterday in Champaign 86 63. You've got Hofstra and Stony Brook coming up later tonight. Uh, Rangers Ducks, not a great game for the first couple of periods, but the Rangers exploded for four goals in the third for a 5 2 win. Uh, Will Cooley tied the game midway through the third. Artemi Panarin, the go-ahead power play goal. Here was Cooley on his goal, obviously very important. You know, we were just trying to get pucks on net all game and um, just try to fight to the front of the net. That was kind of, you know, my plan all game, just get to the front of the net. And um, it's a great shot there by Troops to get it through, and I just got to stick on it. And deflected it in. Chris Kreider, a goal and two assists, 16 saves. Igor Shosturkin. Uh, the Patrick Wah error started for the Isles with a 3-2 win over the Stars in overtime. Bo Horvat with the game winner there. Uh, tonight, the Devils take on the Golden Knights. And we've talked a lot about Nick Dunlop uh, this morning, the 20-year-old that won the American Express in La Quinta. So here he was afterwards. I watched him. I can't find this, him saying preferably. Pressure is a privilege. I'm sure he did. He that was him. earlier in the week. He was saying it all the time. Ah, okay, so it wasn't after the. Because I watched round his yesterday. press conference and then him with Golf Channel on the course. But the one thing that kept coming up: How are you feeling on 18? Because it wasn't. A, I didn't realize it wasn't a chippy. I mean, it was a. It yeah, was a chip to make a putt. Yeah. Right, and he did. And he also said on 18, he did, he thought he had a two shot lead, not one. Um, so how were you feeling when you stood over the putt? At that point, knowing it was to win, most nervous I've ever been by far, and um, just try to breathe, but also um, look up and enjoy it a little bit. It's a really cool spot to be in as an amateur, and, and just to be here and, and be given the opportunity to play. And um, you know, I, I just I don't ever want to you know forget today. Yes, ah, first, good for him, man. First yeah. amateur winner on tour since. Well, nice young man. Yeah, now we hear so excited. much about all these Gen Z d bags, and now it's going to ruin the country. Guys like Nick Dunlap are still out there, right? He's still out there. Guy like him. I didn't realize Saturday he shot sixty. I thought mm-hmm. he shot sixty-two. I didn't realize sixty. Yep, at twenty years old. Not too bad. A seventy yesterday to uh, win the tournament. All right, thanks, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, Boomer and J.O. on the fan and CBS Sports Network. There was a Instagram video that went out of Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman, and Danny Amendola in a hot tub somewhere. And they were playing the song uh, Bad Boys for Life, which is a uh, P. Diddy song. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We bad boys for life. And they put, where you at, Tom Brady? And Tom Brady responded on a beach without a shirt on. He said, you got enough shirtless dudes in that hot tub. I think I'm good. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of kind of funny. Good Those for guys. Tom Brady. Good for Tom Brady. Like Tom I, Brady was in the neighborhood last week. That's right. He was at one of your favorite restaurants, that's wasn't he? That's right. Fouquet. Fouquet. Yes. I think he was doing a little Fouquet with uh, Arena Shake right after that. <laughs> I was shaking in the right. <laughs> oh, baby. So he's back on that now. I guess that thing died and then he's back. Well, you never know how these things, you know, progress. Eh. Hey, listen, everybody thinks that uh, Travis and Taylor are going to get married. Well, that's right. I was, uh, by the way, I was the first on that. I will take credit for that. I was the first one. You were. Speaking of that, let's go to Michael in Rockland County. Michael, what's happening? Hey, what's up, my man? Uh, How we doing, guys? Good. What's up, Michael? Speaking of uh, Taylor and Travis, I wanted uh, Gio to rate uh, his celebration, shooting her a heart in the box. Uh, after he scored a touchdown. Also, Boomer, go Devils. Thanks, guys. Oh, wow. Oh, easy with that, Mike. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't have a problem with them dating. I think that it's nice. I think they're both two very, they're good people. They're very successful. I'm glad that they found one another. And if he wants to do that up to the box to his girlfriend that he's in love with, then, then that's great. The thing that bothers me is I can't get away from her. Like, I, even when I, I, I just can't, whether I'm driving so home. Popular. I'm driving home. So beautiful and, um, and so much involved now in this whole he thing. You put on any music radio station or any like Apple Music or Spotify playlist of pop music. It pops up. Every song pops up. You put on a football game. She's there. I just, my my daughter plays, uh, Sabrina plays the, one of her old songs. You know, uh, it's like something like Romeo and Juliet or something. One of her, b- before she got super, super popular. Um, it's love story or some song that's on in my house. Oh, I can't, I can't get away from her. That's my problem. All right. So here, here's the deal. Um, like if if they make it to the Super Bowl, <laughs> wait, she's wait, gonna wait, be front wait, and center. Wait, 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 there's Patrick, there's Patrick Mahomes Senior. <laughs> See? <laughs> yes. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. Do you think a hardcore Swifty, I mean a real hardcore Swifty, is tuning in? That wouldn't watch football. Because like, we were told yesterday, fathers and daughters are now watching football together because of the potential of seeing Taylor Swift. Mm. Now, when you turn this on and you see her and you see her potential brother-in-law <coughs> standing behind her shirtless drinking a beer, how do you think the Swifty really feels about this? Uh, I think that they're into it. I think that... 
They don't care what what's around her. They'll find out, oh, that's the fun brother of Travis. They love Travis. I don't think that that bothers them. But, I mean, but it's that is the screenshot that so Patrick Mahomes Sr., it's when he turns around and looks at them. That's that's the moment. It's like right now he's looking, and then they start celebrating. He turns around with his face of disgust. It's just, it's just the greatest. His like mouth is open. He just looks annoyed. And you know that that guy is the coolest man on earth. Um, no, I think I think they're into it. I don't know. I just they're in love. That's great. I, I mean, I don't want to. I just I don't need to see her all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, you do. Show, I mean, show, show, look so up there. Look at there. There I mean, it is. They are so popular. You gotta understand, man, how popular. Look at, she it, is. Look at them. Look at them in the corner, holding yes. the beer, turning around, like, what in the hell am I doing here? How did Brit- this happen? Brittany Mahomes. How did this happen? And then, and then you get Jason Kelsey in the back. I mean, this guy is like, I like, he's like white people, man. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with these people? That's what he's saying. It's like, how did I get here? How did this happen? Oh my god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, do you think Kyle Uzcheck made the jackets for the ladies? I'm sure she did. Uh, she's uh, she's very talented. Ka- yes. Kyle Uzcheck's wife. What's her name? I forget now her first name, but she is very, very is it, talented. Isabella? <clears throat> Not sure. No. I should know. It's a bad job, but yeah. um, she's very, very talented. Uh, Andy in New Haven. What's going on, Andy? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I got to say, I unfortunately, I was driving for the first half of the game, so it was kind of by fate, but I listened to the entire Bill's Chiefs game on the radio broadcast last night. First of all, Kevin Harlan is is. In my opinion, he delivers a master class every time he does a national game, understands the gravity of the situation. He's really oh, yeah. a fantastic broadcaster. I enjoyed it a lot. But there was not a single mention of Taylor Swift. None of the cuts to her in the in, in the box. None of that. None of the nonsense. Just football. And, listen, I was rooting for Buffalo. Didn't turn out how I wanted. But no Taylor Swift, no nonsense, just football. I got to say, it was extremely refreshing. And I'm probably going to do it going forward in the in the postseason now. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's it's more of a visual thing, Andy, that on the TV broadcast and seeing her. I mean, Kevin Harlan can describe everything, but there's really no point in bringing up Taylor Swift in the box if you're not seeing it. So it's a, I can understand hey, how you the like only, that. The only reason, and I work with Kevin for all those years, and it always is football, but if we have a bad game, that's when sometimes the discussion would veer off into something else. If it's a good game like it was yesterday and you're all about football and you're all about the quarterbacks, you're all about, you know, the strategy that's being employed by both of these teams, that's where you're going on radio. Now, if the game it becomes a blowout and then it, then all of a sudden goes, hey, you think, you know, Taylor and, and Travis are going to fly home separately tonight or, you know, that kind of thing happens. Sure, but this was a great game. This was a great game, so it's going to take over. By the way, it's Christian Juszczyk. Okay, very good. Uh, Glad that you got that right. Let's go to Mike in Westchester. What's going on, Mike? What's up, fellas? Uh, Thanks for taking the call. I just wanted to say I heard what you said about the Swifties. My wife, who is uh, not a Swiftie by any means, but she is. She's been very heavily invested in all of this, Travis and Taylor, and she watches the podcast of the brothers. Um, last night she went upstairs to the bedroom. I came upstairs. She's folding laundry, getting ready for the week, and she's watching the game by herself. So, um, there is something to all this that I feel like, um, she is, like I said, she's very invested in all of this, um, extracurricular football stuff, but it did turn her into watching the game. And I asked her what she was doing and she said, it's just a good game and I'm into it. So something's happening here. I don't know if it's, uh, 
good, bad, or, or indifferent, but something's definitely happened here. I think more eyes are definitely watching these games because of all of this extracurricular stuff. Well, all right, so I got a question for yeah. you. So if the Ravens make it, we're going to see a lot of pictures of Ray Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either Ray Lewis or Taylor Swift. I think uh, I think football ends for her at that point. <laughs> but for, for right now, for right now, she's into it. So I, there's definitely something going on. So I appreciate you guys. I love listening to you, and I uh, just want to let you. Know. Yeah, thanks, Mike. And it was sort of proven in the beginning. You saw a bump in the ratings when she was first showing 100%. up the game. So, but I mean, it's not like the NFL needed any more help. But there's definitely some more people uh, tuning in because of it. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.